Our first reading is from Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in the manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Our second reading continues from the second chapter of Luke, starting at the eighth verse. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Our third reading is also from the second chapter of Luke, starting at the 15th verse. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. You know the old song, I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory of Jesus and his love. And we do love to tell the story. And we gather at this time of the year especially and we tell that story. And we sing it and we read it and we celebrate it and we, we see it in people's yards and maybe in our houses with nativities and hanging on our trees and all that kind of stuff. And we really do love to tell that story. And so we gather in a big gathering like this with people that are in here and the people that are, are sitting out uh, on the other side of the door and people in churches all over this country that are gathering together to tell the story. And it's a favorite time of the year and it's a favorite thing to do and we just love to do it. But next week, decorations are going to start coming down there won't be any more Christmas music in the stores. In New Orleans, they already have all their Mardi Gras stuff up. Okay? I saw Valentine's stuff in the stores. And so we're going to be moving on to the next great thing. And Christmas is going to be over. 
the wrapping paper is going to be thrown away, the boxes are going to be broken down and sent hopefully to a recycling center someplace. And the socks are going to go in the drawer, and the picture frames are going to go on the wall, and the toys are going to go in the toy box. And everything's going to go back to normal. And Christmas will be over. And so I was asking myself, so how much do we love to tell the story? And next week, or two weeks, or next month, or in the spring, are we still going to love to tell the story? How much a part of our lives is the story going to be once this is all over? Once the celebration is over? I was thinking about, in the story that we read, the second part of that Luke lesson that we read tonight, when the angels showed up. Now, when the angels came, they didn't go into Bethlehem to celebrate. They didn't show up at the stable to celebrate and, and make goo-goo eyes at the little baby. They went out to the shepherd's job site they went out there and they said, hey guys, today in the city of David, a Savior's born. And then all of a sudden, a myriad of angels appeared and they broke out into song and light and the heavens lit up and they were singing, glory to God. And then when they left, the shepherds went to see. And then you remember what they did? They went out and they told everybody, and everybody was amazed at what the shepherds were telling them. So they went back to work, and on the way, they were telling everybody. And they loved to tell a story. And I'm sure they told that story for a long time because it was something really special that had happened to them. And so I wonder about us. What are we going to do? Are we going to do like the angels? Well, that's kind of what we're doing here, and we're singing glory to God, and we're broken out into song, and there's going to be light. But then when we leave that part, and we go back to our job sites, or to our classrooms, or to our neighborhoods, and to our friends, are we still going to love to tell the story? Because after all, what happened in Bethlehem and what we're celebrating tonight is just the beginning of the story. And what happens after this is the important part of the story. That song goes on, I love to tell the story, for some have never heard the message of salvation from God's own holy word. You know people that don't know the story. You do. You know people that need to hear it. You really do. And I hope that you and I and all of us will take every opportunity that we can to continue loving to tell the story. 
all year long, not just this week. Amen.